The crash site would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we create, the Yagara and Turbal peoples. We also pay our respects to elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Always was and always will be Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's land. What is this? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. Get over here now, Zane. Zane, I can't believe you've done Like, mm. if we were to do that, I feel like one of us would come out being really sick. Yeah. I don't I, think, <laughs> think our acting is that powerful. I think I can make myself vomit. Oh, yeah. That's different really a to. reflex to, like, make no, yourself no, vomit. I thought you meant... No, no, yeah. Like, if you <laughs> would dry clear. heave tapes or something. I thought you meant, like, you'd come out of it, like, with the flu. I could be yeah. myself COVID. <laughs> 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 Ugh, I'm manifesting. <laughs> Just what kidding. a horrible thing to manifest. What? Did you ever think that like, you can manifest some really horrible things? Oh! <laughs> God! That, that sound clap just got me in the noggin. Got you in the noggin? It blinded you a little bit. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I know. I, I really... Claps are blinding. Don't you know? Blinding so... claps. Hey, yeah. how we going, folks? Episode 10. <laughs> Episode 10. Eric, how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy we're here. We've done ten whole weeks with one week of pre-recorded, but that doesn't matter because it wasn't pre-recorded. Exactly. <laughs> um, I was very open about it being a previous conversation. Yeah, yeah, he did put it all over socials. So it's just grappling with his humanity sorry, over there. Sorry. I'm still processing it. Yeah. No, but episode 10 is awesome. I think it's... <laughs> so far, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm loving this conversation. Yeah. Uh, We've put a lot of pressure on ourselves for this episode. Yeah. yeah. Tarek, you've got all your filing here. <laughs> the weight of the I'm, world. All of yeah. my filing is here. Zane is literally lifting a globe above his head. Yeah. Actually, can I just jump to what we did experience today we went to the european masterpieces which was a partnership with the met 
Goma? Yeah. Is that what they're called? The Met Goma? No, no, Goma. No, go- oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Met yeah. and Goma okay. partnered to okay. create a hybrid entity, the Met Goma. <laughs> Who presented Met this? the Goma. Met the Goma. We met <laughs> the Goma. No, um, Goma stands for Gallery of Modern Art. So it's that's just could our be it anywhere. But no, that's our a... art gallery is called Goma. Is it not like Queensland Goma? Yeah, but I just, they didn't put it in the name. No, but I think Gome is the actual name, and then it's got a little extension, which is the Queenslander. Gallery of Modern Art. Yeah. You know, I think I had a rat named Goma, or something. No, I had a a mouse named Swarmer. (laughs) (laughs) I think I had a rat named Goma, and a mouse named Swarmer. (laughs) Sounds like the start of, like, a poem. Yeah. <laughs> that was that, also weird. Sorry, I don't know why. Also, great pet name though. I will jump in and give Swarmer. you that compliment. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Swarmer, yeah. the mouse. Right. Yeah, that's like that's its whole own TV show. Yeah, yeah. It used to have video, um, video tapes and Wait. make mazes out of video tapes and take Swarmer down to, or maybe that was um. Isn't Swarmer like a dish? Yeah, like Swarmer. Swarmer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a style of meat. Wait, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like kind of like uh, like kebabs. Yeah. Where did you buy your mouse from? <laughs> the <laughs> butcher. They were all they were on a rotating spike. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize to all of our. They're like, vegetarian. what toppings do you want? You're like, no, I just want the mouse. <laughs> and then you keep it. The real question is, do you take it off its impaled post or do you keep it oh. on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I used yeah. to take. Okay. How, how do you have your shawarma? <laughs> I had a lot of mice growing up. Yeah, I but, did too. Yeah, Wait, but I, I remember. Th- yeah. th- I had another. I had another one. It was white. I forget its name. I have to fact check or like post audio. It's inserted. Its name was. Sassafras. 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 Wait, wait. Sassafras. Swami! No, Swami! That is a long name. That is a derogatory name. It could have been anything. It could have been anything. I'm just preparing for the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I wanted to talk about what we did today, but I forget what lens I was experiencing it from. Sometimes our lenses shift. And I feel like that's what happened to us. In this exhibition, yeah, is we get to see a lot of artworks from all the way back from like fourteen hundred mm-hmm. um, up to like I think the eighteen seventy something is the most recent. Yeah, and artists that were living into the twentieth century. Yeah, mm. which is really really cool. Um, I feel like if we're going on our observations of it, I feel like, I mean, it was it was beautiful to kind of like walk through history and see these like works that sort of paint, a, I guess, like a, a look at human history um a very narrow look in a lot of circumstances and the way it was curated yeah. but um at least at least in this sort of rendition but one of my observations i had was it felt like a graveyard in this weird way <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why i found that like so profound but yeah. just to be like these are all these incredible works of art that like each one of those works of art is worth millions of dollars right if you're going to sell them but it's literally like a graveyard it's like everyone in these paintings and everyone who painted them is dead and they don't exist anymore mm. And, like, here we are, like, walking through these, like, remnants of what was. And I found that, like, quite interesting. Mm. Mm. What a legacy, though. Imagine, right. like, imagine they had no idea, some of these artists, when they were painting these things, that, of, of the, the longevity of it and the, the profundity of, of having 
like thousands, hundreds of thousands of people walking through an exhibit to witness. But some of these artists were prolific artists in their own time. Not yeah. everyone's art kind of um, was only recognized after their time. Yeah. And it was a part of a cultural artistic movement. Mm. So these people were at the time like reinventing those techniques that were used. So I think there would have been, I think there would have been a sense of heaviness to it, but yeah, to the extent yeah. to know that it would be um, preserved this well as well, I think mm. was what hit me, you know, like it, it's, you make this beautiful art and you think, okay, maybe it'll last this long. And then that's back in like 14 something. The fact that it has made it all the way to like 20, like that's, that's also props to all of the people who have taken care of it and mm. preserved it and made sure that it can last through all these generations for us to yeah. um, respond to it and have um, draw impact from it. So, yeah. yeah. I know. I guess like the only way we'll kind of like understand that is, you know, when the episode 10 of the Crash Creative Podcast is sort of in an audio library in, in yeah. 3020. Yeah. I presume <laughs> um, it's just going to be constantly replayed on like seven mate, all of these episodes. Yeah, I, I think like, like oh, yeah. I think if we were to align Instead ourselves friends, with a TV like channel, us. we'd be on seven mate for sure. But like, for sure, we're on seven mate. <laughs> uh, but seven mate in an art gallery. But, but what it does make me think of is like these artifacts. Yeah. Right, and the, signif the significance of how throughout history we have continued to try and capture moments, you know? What, what struck me was so many of these paintings were, like, commissioned. You know, it was, like, yes. a wealthy or, like, n noble, per you know, yeah, person. Merchants. You know, like, like, art, like, paid one of these artists to come in and paint their children or paint this so that they could, you know, forever be sort of captured. Um, and, and I think there is something so profound about the human nature in that sense of all of us are trying to do something so that we can be captured so that, so that somehow our experience of the world, our perspective is given legacy, is given some kind of existence beyond us. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And it makes me think as well, like this, this very specific form of, of paintings and a lot of them were oil paintings on canvas or wood, yeah. I imagine, but like I was thinking about it from the lens of like Australia and the history we have here, right? And the somewhat denied history as well. But the First Nation mobs around the continent as well and how their storytelling and song lines are culturally held through generations. Mm. More sort of, you know, through this culture and tradition and conversation. Mm. I started thinking about that and about all the stories that there are to learn here as well mm. in a different sort mm. of medium or form. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's so interesting because it feels like maybe one of the differences there is like uh, the need, I, I guess, within this sort of like, I guess, like Western lens is this yes. need and this very capitalist lens is to have an object, something of commercial value, mm. right? With it, within art and within storytelling and within within culture too, you know, like all yeah. these paintings are cultural products. That right? you can make exclusive or, you know, yeah. You that can you can sell, you can buy, you know, from. that there is a commercial mm. value to them and that their value comes from the fact that they are so sought after and there is one in the world. It's extrinsic. Where, yes, exactly. But there is no way to sort of like to, and they, and they are tangible, mm. but it's those things, there's so much weight to the intangible. Yeah. Which is so much as like when we reflect on all of our projects that we've done, you know, mm. like well, so much, so often we talk about this idea of the intangible things that made that project so fulfilling yeah. or that creative process so fulfilling because 
you know, it was the intangible sensations and experiences that we accessed. Mm. Mm. I have another two points I just want to bring up real quick. Is all the frames? You're only allowed to. Yeah, so we've had to cap Zane for this episode because... Um, he's came in here and he wanted to bring 10 points and we said, look, we understand it's episode 10, um, but we're only limiting you to two bonus points. He's just walked um, off set. And he's currently walked off set. Um, so he's Tarek and I are set. going to conduct a small interlude. Um, so Tarek, shall we begin? Yes. Hey. Hi. What's your name? My name's Little Timmy. Little Timmy. Yeah. How are you, little Timmy? I'm sick. You're you're ill. No, I'm sick. You have a fever? No. No, I just want a glass of milk. You just want a glass of milk. I want a glass of warm milk. <laughs> warm milk. I want a bathe I only in have it. cold milk. I want warm milk. I only milk. have oat milk actually. Oh no. Yeah, cuz you have to tip the oats on their sides to get Okay, back to my facts. Yeah. Sorry, but I just had to get the charger for the back. Um, the frames, the craftspersonship. I didn't want to say craftsmanship then. Craftsmanship. Craft, the, is that, yeah. Okay, whatever. The craft of the frames. And also all the... Are you just... Are you okay? Are you just dwelling on that? I'm, I'm trying to think of a new word for craftsmanship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. Craft, the craft. Yeah, the craft. And also like all of the paint. I have no idea how these artists source their paint. And and, and then the beauty artists started thinking, like, imagine being the people that, that produced the paint for these artists as well, you know? Like, all the labour behind that that you don't even think about mm. as well. Mm. Or even all the people that influenced and inspired the paintings as well, things like that. Mm. What are, off of that, no, like, it made me think about, like, what were the conversations that happened around these works of art mm. you know like so many of these works of art too it's like in the in the descriptions they were kind of like explaining like um it was like they were conversing with many of these other artists at the same time yeah. you know and it's like well what were these conversations that were happening while this artwork was being painted like many of these artworks were done over years yeah you know so like what <laughs> years <laughs> 50 years <laughs> um but yeah I, I thought that yeah. was really interesting. And another takeaway that I am going to bring into my everyday life, because I just shuffled around my, my bedroom and it feels great, but there was this, this recurring he shuffled thing. his bedroom like a deck of cards, <laughs> he did. I was thinking the dance move. Oh. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> glass orbs. Glass orbs, yes. And, and I read about the symbolism too, of, yeah. of glass orbs and reflection in these works, and they said that, that it was a popular decor at the time mm. and I'm gonna go get a glass orb or make one and hang it you're gonna make a glass orb somehow yeah that's I'm pretty that'd be pretty to, sick yeah, yeah. I know, I know. it'd be sick <laughs> anyway it's like, what a random thing but also quite that was know. 100% the main thing that caught my eye in most of the pictures was the difference between like looking at the painting what reflected light and what absorbed light mm. and it was so interesting especially when people were wearing jewelry or they were holding cutlery or something mm. like that and and even how perfectly reflective the reflective things looked mm -hmm. like it was yeah it was it was clean, clean. Yeah. it was clean and crisp it was cool. crisp and clean Off you can of... see how they were at the top of their respective fields yeah yeah oh yeah i mean they they were masters yeah. you know like this work it was incredible like these are incredible human achievements to produce work like this like it, they're pretty, I guess, like awe-inspiring when you do look at them. 
mm-hmm. um, even if even if some of the contextual relevance I think is maybe lost in you know like a lot mm. of it drew from religious sim- symbolism yep. and stuff which is different now but one thing that did interest me was off of those orbs was bubbles there's yeah. one painting that i saw that was a, it was a kid blowing oh, a bubble yeah. and i went whoa like i just imagine like the first person to discover a bubble <laughs> would have been like like mm. would have been blown away but what was so interesting they said that it changed the science of the time yeah because their understanding of physics and of like surface area change when they discovered bubbles and i was like yeah. that is so cool this like little thing that we kind of mess around with and play with um actually has some significance in the way that science has developed and art. how did we go with the networking event yeah it was what do you think yeah what came out of that we put on a networking event for young creatives in partnership with the Brisbane City Council um, at the Visible Inc. Youth Hub. Mm-hmm. We sort of tried to create something a bit different. Um, we tried to do something that wasn't just sort of a typical networking event where you sort of schmooze and, and act, you know, sort of like play up your resume, but rather we created art installations and a creative space for creatives to kind of chat and converse, but also engage with artwork. Mm. Um, so we, we built installations and we, and we, you know, we sort of created a space, we facilitated the space for connection. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really, you know, really profound. I think all of us have kind of come out of that and gone, look, there's a real demand for this kind of thing. Uh, a demand for a way of connecting that isn't, um, I guess like pretentious, like overly, you know, set up of like, I'm, I'm selling myself to you, but like, no, let's connect. Let's like play, let's lean into some of our like like childlike sort of mentalities and explore and be curious with one another yeah. and through that process learn to know one another learn to collaborate with one another mm-hmm. um so i think that was really exciting i think we you know i i can only speak for myself and from our conversation we've had but i think we got like a lot out of that experience and i think we've like noticed that there is a need for more space like that more space dedicated for bringing people together and connecting and creating alongside one another yeah yeah Hundred percent. Yeah, and uh, we actually have some audio that we've re- retrieved from the event, mm. and I'm gonna let that dictate the last half of this podcast because we have some questions, and also I just whipped together some of the audio that was actually raw from the event. Um, but what we're gonna do now is jump into each question. They're sort of fun, and we'll just see what happens from there that's beautiful it sounds like the perfect setup for our big episode number 10 10 10 10 this is episode 10 if you're listening don't forget (laughs) that don't forget how significant this moment is (laughs) (laughs) i have some questions uh, that i would like to ask the creators of the crash site creative podcast First of all, if you were given an option to have any kind of muffin just delivered to you right now where you're sitting, what kind of muffin would you want? Have a think about it. Easy. Apple crumble. Whoa. We had apple crumble muffins, didn't we? Yeah. They were good. Yeah, they were good. That was easy. (laughs) Okay, there are these these butterscotch muffins that um, we had for the show that I did in high school called Dormant. um, That my friend Lily... Yeah, yeah, our friend Lily um, got them from, I think, her her dad's cafe. 
and they are like like hands down the best muffins I've ever had in my life. And I'm not a big muffin man, I'll be honest. <laughs> You're not you know, I, 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 I do not live on, on the lane. <laughs> I am not the muffin man, but those butterscotch muffins, oh, I would um I would gently caress one right now. <laughs> you know what? I I'm really torn here. Because I I'm a man of sweet and savoury muffins. So interesting, I didn't even think of the savoury <laughs> muffins. I didn't think it was worth the time to think I agree. about to it. To get it I delivered here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not getting it savoury delivered. Okay, yeah. if I could get a muffin delivered to me right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. This I'm struggling to think of what I want. What? Can we help you narrow it down? Yeah, okay. throw some options okay, in the air yeah, and we'll okay. hit them down. Okay. Yeah. I was we'll say, hit them down. <laughs> one of those really nice, like, maybe like a salted caramel choc chip thing, where, like, it's melted in the inside, all the choc chips, but there are some, like, really hard, crunchy bits as well. Salted caramel choc chip. Yeah. Yep. I've never seen a salted caramel <laughs> choc chip muffin. That feels like it a combination great. of two. Yep. But sounds great. That's yep. on the board. And or, you know how we had the monkey muffins today? Yep. Yeah, something like that, like a pesto, sun-dried tomato, cheesy muffin. Cheesy muffin. And I also thought, wouldn't it be cool to do like a lasagna muffin? Like a bechamel sauce through a muffin or something? No. <laughs> Dog. Totally <laughs> shut down. I've just been cancelled. Sorry. Um, a, a, a pizza muffin. Pizza muffin. Bit Ooh, of pepperoni. Olives. Oh yeah, a bit of olives. A bit of black olives. Oh, a bit I of nice fresh oh. buffalo mozzarella. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the question. Question two. Alrighty, question number two. If you were an amphibian, do you think you could still consume the same level of food that you do now? So an amphibian, what's the major biological difference there? Amphibians are like um, frogs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... What's, can you name another amphibian? Is a turtle an amphibian? Sounds kind of like like it would be, <laughs> right? I have a, a turtle. Platypus? No, turtles no, no, are reptiles. No, platypus I think. are mammals, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Good. Well, <laughs> worried I went Wait, out on but the they there. do lay oh, eggs. No. Yeah, they do. Are they marsupials? Then they might Wait. be marsupials. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, platypus are marsupials. We're the most anti-science podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not Wait. anti-science. <laughs> we're just, just undereducated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah not equipped for the question. I'm oh, anti-science. Yeah, we're not like anti-science. So, so fundamentally, if we think about this very practically, right? Because because yeah. my initial instinct, it's, it's kind of a yes or no question. My initial instinct would be, I'd just eat whatever I wanted because I'd still be dead, <laughs> right? But fundamentally, let's say if I was a frog, right? No, I'd but a frog. wait a sec. No, because the question <laughs> is, the question is, would you eat the same amount if you were an amphibian? So does that necessarily mean that you turn into another creature or you're just a human Okay, no, 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 no. Here's the question. Here's really where the separation is. Yeah, right. Am I a Z-sized frog or a frog-sized Z? Because if I was a frog-sized Z, my entire body would be smaller than my stomach. Yeah, so, so if I ate... You can't. Mate... I'd pop. I'd pop. Fundamentally, I would pop. Right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, especially, like, think about it. Think about the muffin I'm thinking of is bigger than a frog. 
That's a big muffin. Mate, I like my muffins big. (laughs) You know? Um, My answer would be... I would definitely keep my cuisine as it is. <laughs> Even if I had it. Well, hang on. <laughs> that Anatomically, was like not the answer. Biologically, no, you cannot keep the same cuisine because you're an amphibian. And but I don't, wanna, I don't want to eat flies. Yeah, well, you have to. That what? wasn't even a part of the question. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. stop. This is this is absolutely no, 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 no. no. <laughs> because elbow what, what's the wall. yeah, yeah. What's the point of the the question? Surely is like, would you would you go with your your frog diet, or <laughs> would you keep your normal? No, diet? No, she's saying would you eat the same amount? No, if we fuzzy, if I had to eat flies, no, no. I'd have so it's a no. To... It's a definite no. No, no, it's no from you two. I reckon oh. the answer to this question for me in my brain is that I am an amphibian human person and I would eat Ooh. the same amount. I've just changed into an amphibian. But you'd eat only not, flies. Not nice no, I'm not eating flies. Well. Well, you just told me I'd have to eat flies. So you're, you're, you're shifting the question for me, but you're changing it for you. You've made me a frog size Z, yet you get you to be... You made yourself a frog size I did size not Z. do anything of this sort. Question three. Question three. Please recount a tree that you climbed as a child. And when I say recount, I mean... Describe in detail the shape, type, color, texture, and location of this tree. Anyone? Okay, mango tree. Mango tree in my backyard. Lots of colors of orange, green, brown. Texture, quite, quite rough. Brittle, I would say, as a word. Brittle. Brittle? Shape brittle. Did somebody say brittle? I love peanut brittle. (laughs) Shape quite rounded, quite rounded and and sturdy, which then broke. Which is the opposite of (laughs) the texture was brittle because the trunk would flake. Oh. Shape, color, type, texture, location in the backyard of my one of my houses growing up. Address in. Give us yeah, the you have to give us the postal address. Yeah, I want to send postcards to it. It was, I don't remember the number. It was Oxley Road. Oxley Road. Yeah, that's that's specific enough. We'll we'll stop by. Yeah, <laughs> we'll stop by. Mango tree. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever eat the mangoes off it? Uh, very rarely because the bats. Bats would get them. Same with me. Yeah. <laughs> we um we built it. This is tangential, but <laughs> it's I'm, totally I'm, fine. We, we built a little contraption, or my mum's partner helped us build a contraption mm. to get the mangoes down before the bats would come. Yeah. Um, it was a big pipe, like a really long pipe, yeah, like yeah. white pipe. Made and then, from? Um, like PVC pipe? Yeah, just a PVC yeah. pipe. And then we attached um, like four coat hangers to the top yeah. that weaved into one another. So you had like a big hook. Oh, right. And so you'd get it and then you'd, you'd pull it down and then you'd have everyone else holding like a sheet underneath <laughs> it to catch them. Oh, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah. Just thought I'd share that. Yeah. I've been lucky enough to always grow up with either a mango tree or a macadamia tree or both in the backyard. You of... can't have both. We had both once upon a time, but then the wow. mango trees got really old and they had to be um, lopped. lopped. What's the word? Lopped. Yeah. Lopped. 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 Yeah. You, you actually nearly had all the ingredients to make wee spas. Oh. 
<laughs> That's all I'm thinking. I'm like, all you a... needed was a dairy cow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a dairy cow. <laughs> Dude, actually, two streets over from me growing up, there was like a family with a cow I mean, in their me. yard. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was so funny because they had this um, like long metal gate. You know, those like long rectangular ones that are just like that kind of steel blue metal? Mm-hmm. Vaguely. Like the corrugated metal thing? No, no, the wiry ones that kind of look like little diamonds. No idea. Okay. Yes, I I think that the weaving looks like a diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would go like twist, twist, diamond, yeah. twist, 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 diamond. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's one of my favourite beats. Twist, 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 diamond. Twist, twist, diamond. It's like in my gym class. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, and the gate would like move and creak, and it would go like. Oh, yeah. Wait, how would it go? <laughs> One more time. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like eerie stormy nights when you're home alone and and, mm. and the wind picks up and, yeah. and there's always that one fence or or tree a uh, tree <laughs> creaky. <laughs> That was the all ever have trees. The creek. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What about the tree that you climbed? Oh yeah, so um, I don't. I'm not thinking of one that was one that I would always climb. I think she she said we could just remember a tree. Recount. Recount a tree. It's not remember. It's recount. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Recount. (laughs) It was a pine tree at Stradbroke Island, and I climbed a lot of trees growing up. And this particular tree was not a forgiving tree. So the texture was, I would say, harshly brittle. <laughs> like, to the severe end of the brittleness. Um, and it was all like... Brutally <laughs> brittle. Brutally brittle, if I wanted to add alliteration. <laughs> but you didn't. You deliberately chose Wait, not to. Isn't it because I'm no... Non- what? No, isn't assonance with the vowels? And alliterations with the consonants. I thought that alliteration. Was, <laughs> I'm I thought no, 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 no. I thought alliteration. I could be wrong. Alliter- one of them is the sound that it makes, and the other is the actual letter. Assonance, I think, is the letter that it starts with. Um, alliteration is when you use a bunch of similar consonants in a row. Assonance is when you use a bunch of similar vowel sounds. Oh, in a okay. Row. So yeah, yeah. Sorry. Forget me. So voluptuously me. vowel. <laughs> Why did I just no, say that? No, like, uh, the loud cow <laughs> bowed down. Is it what would be assonance. assonance. Yeah. Why? Because it's using the same sound vowel sound. Oh. Compared so to, you were right. The yeah. alliteration was right. I just wanted to check. So you you just had to mansplain it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to wear the towel of shame. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm just like deadlift like 250 kilos. Uh, yeah, it's like so easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put, puts, puts towel over Zane. Zane becomes gym junkie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a creatine for breakfast. <laughs> I ate three eggs raw. Bang. Oh. Uh, wait, can I tell you about my tree? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, Let's give my tree. I was so I know, you're about to cut me off, but my tree's a good one. It's from New Fun Park. Oh. And because I climbed it the other night again, after oh. not climbing it for ages. But they're big fig trees. Mm. Um, 
Everybody <laughs> knows I love figs. Um, <laughs> That's and... for you, Andrew. <laughs> um, so there's these big fig trees that kind of like almost blend into the park itself. And so you, everyone would like climb on the trees and then you can climb down onto the playground and stuff. There are these big, thick fig trees. Um, so very wide, but kind of waxy in texture. Yes. And everyone's like engraved their names and stuff in them. So Which you... sucks. That really pisses me off. Yeah. 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 I, it, it never, it never, I never got too passionate about it, but... That says something about you. Well, I was a kid. I was a little kid. I was a baby. I was always passionate. I was a yeah. kid. I, I was a kid. Um, but I love climbing them, though. I, I'm a little bit scared of heights. So oh. I, I'd only get to the, the, the safe bit. Um, especially because when they're waxy, they're a bit slippery, especially if you get sweaty. Yeah. And um, I was a sweaty kid. <laughs> That's an interesting... I actually don't Anecdote. know if that's true. I don't know. You if don't that's know true. if you were sweaty when you were younger. No. Would you ever think about that? Do you, like, do you know if you were sweaty when you were younger? That's I've never of... sweat that well. Question four. What, what is that, wait, what does that mean? <laughs> sorry, sorry. How, what do you mean sweat well? Is sweating well <laughs> not sweat? No, like I just don't perspirate that easily. Right. Yeah. Which annoys me sometimes when I'm climbing because everyone else is like kind of working up a sweat and I'm like, I feel like I've pushed myself. Yeah. But I'm still sore. It's great though. If you're not sweating, you're re retaining grip. I can get like, my hands get a little bit clammy. Yeah. But um, like just general perspiration doesn't happen that quickly. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. They're all blocked. Yeah. Nice. Question, Question four. four. If you were, you were to, to, to generate, generate a piece of music, music right now, right now only, only using the instruments or objects or in the room. What would be the title of that song? I feel like the title has got to be The Body in the Window. <laughs> I don't know why. Body in the Window, the next greatest Wait, masterpiece. Wait, that's, that's an instrument. Brought to you by Zed Hopkins. Um, we're listening now to Body in the Window. The instrumentalist used here is Bottle and Mug. Of that piece that was. Oh god, that was so good! That was a Queensland <laughs> premiere. Um, I heart my ABC. <laughs> I, I am the Queensland premiere. <laughs> and that was the Queensland premiere. And that was the Queensland premiere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, this is a loose episode. <laughs> Question five. Question five. If you could wear one colour for the rest of your life, what would it be? Thank you and good night. That's really hard. Blue. 
All the shades of blue. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy with that. I've got cyan, turquoise, navy, blue. What? No, 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 if we're talking RGB codes, you get one code. One That's code. it. You don't get a shade of it. You don't get a tint. Okay, there's no eyedropper. That's it. You don't get an eyedropper, mate. Yeah. What color would you go? Orange. Orange. Yep. Very bold, but you do rock a lot of orange. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this is a good interrupt the phenomenal. <sighs> You know what? I, I, this is so If you so say not black, me. I swear to fucking God. Yeah, no, I, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, the only reason is... Burglaring. Is I, yeah, if I'm gonna burgle, I'm gonna need a bit of... I'm gonna need a bit of... No, to be fair, if I was only ever allowed to wear orange, wearing theatre blacks would be difficult. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, yeah, think about it. You, you, you go to your theatre class, and they're like, all right, bring everyone, bring theatre blacks, and you're like... I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. I can't. Like, or, or think about it. Or think about it. Think about it. Some, someone's like, oh yeah, it's a black tie event. And you're like... Oh, and then wear a great orange dress. Black tie event doesn't mean oh, you yeah. have to wear a black tie. <laughs> what about grey? I, I, I hate nice grey. neutral. Like I, beige. I don't like grey. Skin colour. Oh, wait. Wait. Okay. No, 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 no. Wait, what if... What if... Does a colour... Could I just pick a pattern? If I can't pick all the shades of blue, you can't pick a pattern. No, no, but but <laughs> no, no, but here's what I'm saying, right? It's actually setting myself up for a more difficult situation. All of my clothes are one pattern. <laughs> yeah, so every, you're matching one I'm, pattern. I'm always ma right. match pattern. My shoes, <laughs> my, I'm a matten because that's what <laughs> I do. I design a really I'm fun pattern, and I just be one pattern. And that pattern, <laughs> that pattern. <laughs> that pattern would maybe be like all different shades of green. Mm. You can't have all the different shades if he can't have all the different no, shades. No, but mine's in a pattern. <laughs> so it's different. Okay, mine would be hex code hashtag quadruple zero eighty. Brilliant. I can see you brought that okay, up. Okay, so it's like a navy blue. It's like navy, navy blue. blue. Nice. You want to look up hex codes and pick it? Oh, yeah. really? Uh, can you look up hex code one one one... Can you look up hex code 666 and see what we get? 666? Hmm. Yeah. Here we go. There you go. That's apparently. Oh, it's, it's like a, a very royal blue. And then there's a song by Daddy Lumba called oh, 111666. We all know that one. Oh, yeah, Daddy. It's actually La Mumba. La Mumba. La Mumba. Oh. La Mumba. Okay, question six. Wait, did we all answer that? Are we happy with our answers? Yeah. Yeah, lock it in. Are we happy with That's the... my final answer. What does he call Eddie. it? Eddie. Eddie. At what level, what level? is a human, is really, human? Really, human? really human? Are we real? Are we not? Are we not? Are we not? I really appreciated the... Yeah. Like, yeah. that, for me, just summarises it. That's that's my answer. Whoa, bold. <laughs> Ambiguous. Mine's gas flow. <laughs> Mine's, I, I feel like I feel like Smash Bros. <laughs> Smash Bros. Uh, if you can play Smash Bros, you're a human. <laughs> no, I feel like it's resonance. Mm. I like there's a resonance that you have with like like a human being. Like when you recognize that you connect with another human being, like on a level, it's like there is a level of resonance. Mm. So I feel like if I was to summarize it down into like a very simplified 
way of answering that question, but I feel like it's a very broad question, so it's very hard to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I think our humanity comes down to our ability to resonate with ourself, like, and, and, and how we identify with ourself, yeah. with the world around us, including nature, with our act of creation, how we create things, and with other people. Yeah. So, if, I, if I could also answer it in, in some, of, uh, some form of a sentence, it's like, feeling the weight of the world and the weight of humanity humanity around you and the existence that you get to experience but like simultaneously feeling and trying to not not understand it but just just enjoy it in the moment and explore the the intricacies and the the expansive you know realm of your bubble Mm. just yeah do you know what that makes me think of is um milan kundera uh has a book and titled the unbearable lightness of being and i think that that is like such a beautiful like like mm-hmm. that that phrasing yeah is so beautiful in this this sense of like our humanity is this relationship between lightness and heaviness mm-hmm. and the the ability to be consciously aware of both those extremes and the space between them mm. yeah balancing it yeah mm. yeah i'll have to read that book it's yeah. a beautiful book i have a copy awesome on kindle cool Tarek, do you have a one sentence i think for me it's almost even as broad as um participating in the human experience i think if you're present and you're engaging with your physical surroundings and the people who surround you then you can find humanity in that and i think that's where humanness comes from is actually being engaged Mm. Awesome. Thank you, Sam, for that question. Great question. There's actually also another excerpt, I might play that now, that sort of ties into this. I really like it when I go to a place and there are people there and you don't have to speak and you don't have to do anything, but you can feel, I don't know whether whether it's because of vibrations or energy or resonance, but you can just feel that they are open and vibrating at the same frequency that you are. Vibrations. Let's talk about vibrations after that, because I feel like that is such a cool thing. Yeah. Right? As I feel like so much of of our experiences and and the way that we like feel our existence is through vibrations you know it's like moments of intimacy moments of connection whether that is with another person or with ourselves or with nature you know like i i really i really do like sort of like lean into that belief of of there is an energy of the universe like there are vibrations and there are frequencies that we operate in you know, when you know, you know when you reach a higher frequency, you know, or you connect with someone on a higher level, like frequency or someone who's on the same frequency as you, you know, like you walk into a room sometimes and you see someone and you go, and there is like a draw to them, you know, and, and then usually they experience that same thing. And you're like, oh, somehow we are vibrating at the same frequency. Like there is a resonance between us, yeah. you know, or 
you know, or in a conversation, like when we delve deep into conversation, a lot of the conversations we have, and you get so deep into it, mm. you're like, and hours go by, and you're like, yeah. whoa, like we just like, yeah. we were fluctuating at such a unified rhythm that time basically ceased to exist. Mm-hmm. I've had these moments lately where I'm just really sort of appreciating the, the moments of my life, and they've been coming and going, but yeah, that, that's, it's always in, in spaces where they're filled by humans, like other people. Mm. And, and I'll be looking around in the space and like objects and things, but but it'll be like filled with with the energy of other people. Yeah, yeah. Can, can I can I shift off this because this is yeah. actually making me think a lot about this this question of like what makes us human, mm-hmm. right? Which was the question before, but then we're talking about vibration. We're talking about people and like connectedness and like presence with one another. Mm. I feel like one of the core things that we as human beings have as a gift is our ability to feel gratitude mm-hmm. and to be grateful. And like gratitude, I think is just like such a powerful force. Yeah. Like even, even when you are going through like really tough times or like, like hard times or you're reckoning with stuff, like the ability to find gratitude in certain experiences, mm-hmm. you know, like even if it's gratitude for like the coffee that we had this afternoon mm-hmm. or the conversation that we're having right now, you know, or the space that we're able to live in, you know, or yeah. the, the feeling of sun on your skin or mm-hmm. the smell of rain, like, like, there are just so many things I think that, you know, especially for us and, you know, like in, in the life that we live to be like grateful for. And it's like such a, I mean, which is such a privilege, you know, but I, off of that, I just want to say how grateful I am to be here having this conversation with you guys, to have these questions come in from an event we hosted, you know, and to like just be here and be present in that, like, and to feel into that. Like, it's an overwhelming gratitude that makes me feel human because I'm able to recognize how grateful for, I am for this moment. I think there's also maybe tying into what you were saying before about the light and dark moments in life. And I think that practicing gratitude is a tool that will set you up for a fulfilled life. Mm. And it is a daily practice. And I think what it really is, is using the power of those light moments and having the ability to recognize those moments of light no matter how small or regular or insignificant or entitled to them that you feel mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and that's that's what gets you through all of the dark bits that feel out of your control yeah. and yeah and i i think it's interesting as well like every day you're experiencing new feelings and like that are so unique to that specific moment mm. and and to be able to feel these things and then utilize that and express them in art is like that release of it as well so mm. what an honor it is to be an artist in this day and age too mm. yeah yeah if only we got paid for it one day we will but but that's but also that's the thing right is that i do think if we're talking about resonance and vibrations right is there is something about when you shift your perspective you change your resonance mm. right you change what you bring into your life and like not to get all like wubby-dubby and like in like you know the manifestation and stuff like that like mm-hmm. um i think you know like there's also there's room for skepticism and all of that stuff but i do think that it's like you can in a lot of circumstances control your vibration and the energy that you put out by shaping what you're grateful for and what you the intentions you set for your day your week mm-hmm. your month your moment yeah you know and in that you attract a specific vibrational resonance with other people with what comes in and goes out you know mm. Yeah. There's one more question. Let's hear it. 
What do you think the purpose of dreams are? Do you think they show us things that we don't like properly understand in our lives, like a kind of omen or meaning, or are they escape from our daily lives, trying to like, you know, reflect on things or an escape, or are our dreams actually our reality? And are we awake when we're dreaming? Who knows? What are your thoughts? What are the purpose of dreams? Are we living in a simulation? I don't think we are. A lot of people think we are, though. I think we have energetic connections, and the glitches in the matrix are just the universe, like showing us pathways and giving us kind of gifts type thing. So I kind of operate from a more spiritual aspect rather than like a technological aspect of like a matrix and a glitch in a matrix. But I suppose they're both the same. I mean, the answer to life is 42. The question is about dreams. About dreams. Spirituality what, a little bit too. What do we think dreams are? Do we think yeah. they are our subconscious processing stuff? Or do we think they are... A eventuality of our reality. I've read a book about how our brain acts or is how our brain works when we're sleeping. So I can sort of, I'm coming at this from that scientific point of view just because that's what I've researched. Um, and it's sort of interesting it the way that tapping into parts and the way the subconscious works and the way that it just is constantly absorbing information while your conscious is then filtering out and remembering what it thinks is important. The subconscious and, and when you're sleeping and, and the importance of getting a good sleep and going through the proper cycles is so that you can process the information of the day. And on a larger scale, it, it actually will like prepare you for certain things that you're thinking about or scenarios or... It's, it's, I, I see it as like a way of, of being, um, becoming resilient and, and processing things in a certain way. Um, so I think there's definitely a purpose to why we dream. I've also had experiences where, you know, merging that while you're awake as well and the, the profound ability it has to heal. Mm. I, I think that dreams are a pivotal part of what it is to be a human and the human experience um yeah i think it was interesting another point as well how they were asking is is dreaming actually our reality or are we dreaming when we're actually awake i, I like that i like turning that around but i i think it's all it's all part of, of experiencing and living but it's just accessing and tapping into different components or subsects of your brain that are there mm. i really love that i think like it's interesting in hearing you say that makes me think a lot of um the book sapiens by yuval noah harari and one of the things he sort of i think there's one of the most profound things i've ever read is this idea of what makes us human is our ability to imagine right mm -hmm. so let's jump back and answer that earlier question we had about what makes us human right mm -hmm. It's our ability to imagine things. And I think in a lot of ways, dreams is our, is our way of imagining beyond the confines of reality or this like reality that we've given ourselves, like this physical reality. 
it's like through dream states and through hallucinations, you know, however they're induced, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through substances, whether it's through like ecstatic dance, you know, like movement, connection, you know, sex, intimacy, like all of those things. Like they can all like create altered states of consciousness that in a lot of ways like ebb and flow with dreams. But I think so much of it is, is our ability to access the the complexity and the plethora of our own imagination you know the the myriad of different ways that our imagination allows us to process things but also create things yeah you know when i look back at like you know like periods of my life i notice like sometimes i don't remember my dreams a lot and sometimes i have these vivid intense dreams and you know they they, they take you away sometimes like i'll wake up and i'll go i need to go back because i need to find resolution for this dream um but i think there is so some, something so powerful about that and i think in a lot of ways, I like to think of them as being just as real as reality. It's another frame, another lens, another perspective to have on my own consciousness. Because mm-hmm. I am creating that. Like, no one else is doing that for me. Like, I and my brain and my experiences are creating altered states of consciousness for myself. Mm. And so I think, like, that is what I bring it down to. Is it's like it is my imagination creating alternate realities alternate worlds alternate realms for me to experience and understand myself Mm. and so maybe then i would say that like dreams and these altered states of consciousness are just another tool through which we learn to know ourselves and therefore learn to know what it means to be human and to exist do you have anything to say (laughs) (laughs) no it's just letting it sink in I think that was a really good explanation. Mm. Um, I definitely just believe that my dreams are my subconscious giving me sometimes answers and then sometimes more questions to what's going on around me. Mm. Um, I think sometimes you're not meant to remember your dreams. I think it's interesting to see which ones... um, activate or stimulate your brain so much that you're like awoken in the middle of it like sometimes i will like come Mm. in and out and feel awake inside the dream and then sometimes i'll wake up and be like that was just black i don't know (laughs) lucidity in dreams is Mm. also fascinating yeah yeah because then i guess yeah oh there's so i feel like we can almost just make a whole episode out of this maybe dream 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 Maybe we can we can take take this into the next season or whatever the heck yeah. we want to call it, and we mm. do a bit of research and then come at it from like three different angles yeah. of what like resonates individually. Mm. Well, that's yeah. a great idea. I think it's so interesting because like so many philosophers and psychologists have written about dreams. Yeah. You know, like it's something that I think is yeah. one of those things that we don't quite have full answers for or full understandings of, mm. and like, and they're also so unique. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. how do you? Cause I can't even communicate to you like how I dream. <laughs> You know, but then yeah. there are these parts of it. There are these like unified elements of dreams yeah. that carry across for each individual. But like, I mean, one fact that's just coming to the top of my head that I'm sure we can talk about in more detail in that episode. Mm. But it's this idea that like in dreams, you you ne- you can't create faces. Mm. So everyone in your dreams is actually someone you've seen in real life. Like even yeah. if you know, even if they're not someone that you've known but you have at some point have registered them as a face yeah. and your brain is using that stored information to create the dream and it's like that is 
Yeah. Fucking crazy. Mm. Like, how wild. Yeah. Mm. I love how you said, like, how it's providing you with questions. Like, yeah. that's also mm. quite profound as well, you know, because there are questions in the universe we don't have answers to. You know, there's yeah. these universal things mm. of, of being human and being able to experience that mm, through evolution, how we've built civilizations and culture and all this and the, the magic of questions mm. that mm. we don't have answers to yeah yeah all right well i think that's been episode 10 wow what a great episode i had so much fun this was yeah. awesome yeah yeah apart from the fact that our lighting that's okay it's all good it happens it maybe brings in a more sort of introspective <laughs> reality <laughs> yeah overcast to, yeah yeah but uh thanks for tuning in we'll see you in the next episode and don't forget to follow us on all the social medias and please reach out ask us questions and follow us so you can see when we're doing more events so we can get together and do some more cool stuff like what we have in the past <laughs> yeah yeah. We just do a lot of cool stuff. Cool stuff. Yeah, we do cool stuff. So Sign like, up to our mailing list for more cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, we'll send you postcards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mailing list. Cool stuff coming in hot. Coolstuff.com. forward slash crash site dot backslash dot semicolon semicolon beans in a bag dot org soft nuts still the url for our show ampersand and brackets cool things hyphenate it dot com dash dash dot semicolon dot ai dot dot performance dot podcast podcast dot the crash creative podcast subscribe please dot com Penelope likes to party. Drop out, create art. Hello? Echo Chamber. I swore it was Kaylee. <laughs> it was Scarlett Johansson. Sometimes when I think about cheese, I get embarrassed because then I remember that I When I was a child, I used to dance at the end of movies in the cinema, and um, I, I would, would run down and my mum would film from where we were sitting, and I would dance to the end credits song, and one guy, one time, he said, whoa, you should be a dancer, and then I never was. What?
I had a dream the other night. It wasn't scary, but it sounds like it should be scary. But like all these people were trying to like kill me, but I was like, I killed them. And there was this one lady that I like tried to stab a bunch of times, but she kept on getting up and like walking towards me. I have a vivid memory of grabbing like a fork and like stabbing it all the way down her vertebrae. Like it was like a really cool like image, but then she just got, got up again and started like, walk, like limping towards me. It was um, interesting. This is in the specific. podcast. Yeah, this moment right now is on the podcast. Bang. Streaming on Spotify, iTunes. With your host, the Schmanivsky brothers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Don Schmanivsky and Daryl uh, Schmanivsky. Yeah, we're not actually brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I just I watched a really cool Shakespeare, Shakespeare show at the It's Happening Networking event by the crash site, Invisible Inc. and the council. That was so good. This is a totally genuine review. That's brilliant. Is there someone there? How much wood, wood, chuck, chuck, wood, chuck, wood, wood, Don't look at me. Look at my broccoli. Compliment my broccoli. Ash. Compliment my broccoli, Ash. Toxic masculinity is not good. Treat your kids bad. Men can cry too. I can like that shit too. These need to be appreciated more. Just because. Normalize paying artists. Anything's candy, if you're hungry enough. I still see shadows in my room. <laughs> and so then that's the sound is is your voice through all these yeah great <laughs> away I fell I fell oh my god I'm just getting comfortable. Don't copy. Right on the tip. <laughs> right on the. So this sound. Well, but then is... your tip can envelop things. Well, 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 well <laughs> wait, no, no, it's like a. It like, it like absorbs things towards the tip. Everything moves towards the tip. Sorry, please explain. So... Come in this way a little bit. <laughs> So the sound that sounds like taps <laughs> what? is actually the audio, just because the gain was turned up so much, we were picking up audio. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> picking up audio from the conversations outside the room. Yeah. And then I basically cranked the gain and changed the pitch 
It sounds like bats. That's just people chatting. Whoa. And then you talking is then put into another track making all the weird organ sounds. Yeah. And then that was the, the, the is someone that just came up to the mic. So it's all from the event. Nice. Yeah.